0: Hello and welcome to Writing with Friends, your weekly chat about the best writing tips and tools for your current and future creative projects. I'm BJ Williams, a writer and scientist in Washington, D.C.
1: And I'm Hilary Barnes-Martinez, a writer and educator in Anchorage, Alaska. Today on Season 1, Episode 1, we'll be talking about writing workshops, Writing workshops are the best way we've found to breathe new life into stale drafts and get the encouragement and camaraderie you need to stay the course on the sometimes lonely path of consistent writing practice.
0: And later on in the episode, we'll discuss our tool tip of the week, text-to-speech tools. Stay tuned to hear how you can let your browser narrate your novel right back to you.
1: And now, on to our craft topic for today's episode, building your best writer's workshop. You may have a variety of feelings about writer's workshops. Does the idea of a writer's workshop connote criticism and shame and anxiety for you? Are they simply a boring checklist your teacher gave you in high school English class? As a former high school English teacher myself, I'll admit I've supervised some less than enthusiastic writer's workshops. So let's talk about how to actually start a writer's workshop that you'll want to attend and how to make the most of it once it's up and running.
0: Step one, find a partner or partners with a similar level of commitment and experience. Commitment is important for this to be a successful process. You can find people through meetup, social media groups, writers associations, friends and family, or by attending retreats and conferences.
1: Step two, decide how often you'll meet and how you'll meet. Will you meet online, in person, Will you meet weekly, bi-weekly? Obviously, you have to find a writing partner or writing group who has the same preference for schedule and method of meeting as you do. However, unless your writing partner or group lives across the country like we do, we recommend trying to meet in person, at least at first, because you might find that there's something kind of magical about actually gathering together in the same physical space when we can manage that.
0: Step three, commit to what you'll share ahead of time. Do you want to submit your next chapter or just a scene? Also, if you want specific kinds of feedback, share your questions and concerns with your writing buddies when you share your draft.
1: Step four, generate effective feedback. It will be helpful for your writing partner or group if you record your thoughts and reactions as you read and keep specific suggestions to a minimum. For example, in most cases, it's more helpful to say something like, wow, I was so surprised by the plot twist on page three, than it is to say, I really think that you should change your character from a police officer into a scientist. When BJ and I first started our writer's workshop, I was full of prescriptions and suggestions. And it really wasn't as helpful as it could have been because I kept on kind of derailing his stories with my fantastical ideas. So I still give my fantastical ideas from time to time. But for the most part, I try to simulate what a reader would think when reading his manuscripts. And he does the same for me. And that's what we find to be really powerful feedback.
0: And following on from generating effective feedback, be prepared to receive the feedback. Consider a cone of silence where you're open to listening and hearing what your writing partner has to say. You don't have to have a comment for every comment that they give you.
1: If you're really on top of your game, you can even share reader notes in advance so that your writer can probe into passages and questions that will be most helpful for them during your time together. Great. Let's wrap up this portion of the podcast with our craft topic takeaways.
0: Takeaway number one, find someone dependable. Remember, consistency is key.
1: Takeaway number two, commit to what you'll share ahead of time. If you pledge to send a certain number of scenes or pages ahead of your next workshop, your partner or group can hold you accountable.
0: Takeaway number three, craft feedback carefully. Aim for prescriptions rather than reactions. And now let's get into our tool tip of the week, the text-to-speech browser extension. Hillary, can you tell us a little bit about this tool?
1: Sure, VJ. The text-to-speech browser extension is a seamless way to hear your writing spoken, aloud, at a click of a button. This will help you when revising and editing your writing. My preferred text-to-speech tool is Natural Reader on the Chrome browser. I especially like the British voices. And it's free. There's also a premium version that you can pay for that has more options.
0: That sounds amazing. And we love a free tool. So why would we use this tool?
1: Well, I mostly use text-to-speech to to read aloud my draft in a voice other than my own. I imagine that many writers read their own words aloud at some point, or many points in their writing process, but the fact of the matter is, you can get really sick of your own voice. And when you know a manuscript so well, you might naturally skip certain typos or not hear the places where you can make line edits when you read your draft aloud yourself. So... To try to remedy this, I use a text-to-speech program around the fourth or fifth pass on a manuscript.
0: That sounds like a great way to add some structure and variety in your revision process to help you pinpoint places in your writing you still want to revise. Lastly, what are the main benefits you've seen using this tool in your writing?
1: Well, in addition to using text-to-speech during a particular revision pass, I use it from time to time to read aloud a scene that I'm having trouble with at any point in the revision process besides the first draft. This way, I can hear my words in a different voice, and it gives me perspective on where the weak areas of the scene might be. I also want to mention that beyond these writerly applications, text-to-speech is, above all, an accessibility tool. These browser extensions are versatile and can read PDFs as well as Google Docs. Some will read articles aloud as well. So I use text-to-speech in my daily life to read when I'm holding my baby, which right now is a lot of the time.
0: And finally, you can add Natural Reader to your Chrome browser. Go to the Chrome Web Store and search Natural Reader, then click the Add button. Most text-to-speech extensions or apps, even the free versions, have multiple voices with a selection of accents and timbers, as well as playback speeds. Play around with it to find a voice and speed that works well for you.
1: If you try out text-to-speech, let us know how you liked it by writing to us at writingwithfriendspodcast at gmail.com. You can also reach out if you'd be interested in hearing more about this tool in one of our Tool Deep Dive episodes, which we release every fifth episode of the season. That's all for this week. Let's sign off with our current read. What is your pick of the week, BJ?
0: I'm reading Dune by Frank Herbert.
1: Ooh, I love that one. Kind of long, but worth it. And mine is You'll Grow Out of It by Jesse Klein.
0: And tweet us your pick of the week at writing underscore friends or email us at
1: writingwithfriendspodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And follow us on all your favorite podcast platforms to hear about more writing tips and tools. Thanks to Music Town for our theme music. See you next week.